Hour number two, Buck and Gas, Carter Volkswagen Studio. Thank you so much for listening. If you're in a car like mine that's old, it still has the old radio, a little staticky, especially when you go under the uh, the lines, the bus lines, we appreciate you listening. Bear <laughs> through that. Uh, also, if you're on the iHeartRadio app, we appreciate that. Download that today. Alexa, I'd like to listen to 950 KJ. Thank you, Alexa. Appreciate that. Nice. Uh, Tony Softley joins us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. He is our NFL exec. Hi, Tony. How are you? Gentlemen, what's going on? Uh, nothing, man. We're just sitting here trying to get through two more hours and get the weekend started. <laughs> That's what we're doing. There you go. Actually, Puck's lying. Puck, Puck is, is, is got a long list of questions that are all going to end with the same uh, thing, which is where were you last night for the oh. big KJR hockey yeah. party? Yeah, you're the only person who didn't show up. What did we do to kind of pee in your Cheerios? I didn't have an invite. I didn't know anything about it. Now yeah. we're stirring the pot. Now we got yeah. things going. Yeah. Uh-huh. I knew we were going to walk right into this. So what we have here, Tony, is another Mariner Suite kind of uh, episode on our <laughs> oh, hands boy. here. Where several people at sure. the radio station didn't get invited, myself included, Gats, Ian, and, and the Feltulator. Mm-hmm. You're That's saying you were, like. you were not given an invitation last night to the Angry Beaver. No, I did not hear anything about it other than you guys talking about it on the air. Yeah, I didn't. Well, uh, let no me, clue. No let clue. me be the first. Let Gas and I be the first people to say we are sorry. Uh, and again, <laughs> you can voice yeah. all of your complaints to uh, Rich Moore at iHeartMedia. Well, here's the thing, Tony. We left four extra dollars there, and I think that'll get you two cold coconies at the Angry <laughs> yeah. So you could go up tonight. Now you'll be by yourself, but you could pretend that you'd be with us, and it's a, it's a big fun time, and we're yeah. watching hockey. And, and you Are, are you are you at, at all a, a hockey fan? Do you like the sport? Oh, I, I love hockey. When I lived nice. in St. Louis, I went to several Blues games. My daughters went to a lot of the playoff games. So, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, Tarasenko is my favorite player in the NHL. I'll tell you the Saint guy. He knows everything. St. Louis Blues, for my money, one of the three or four best nicknames across all the leagues. I think the St. Louis Blues is a great nickname for a team. Yeah, no question. And uh, had a chance to uh, you know work there at uh, 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Go down and, and uh, you know have some uh, practice time with those guys. Mm-hmm. Not me practicing on ice, but just viewing and. Just getting educated behind the scenes. Uh, one thing I did learn is that uh, you got to learn to uh, speak Russian or at least a few words. Yeah, you know, you... like Spanish. <laughs> you know, you got you can't you can't screw around because they'll just look at you like you you know just that deer in the headlight look. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited uh, to have uh, NHL in uh, Seattle. That's going to be fun. Well, you uh, you don't know this yet. I, you're going to be our insider. Yeah, 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 you're going to be our insider. We we didn't want. I sat next to Ian last night watching these games. Tony, he doesn't know anything. It's unbelievable. (laughs) You're you're our new insider. Hey, between between Crabtree and and Ian Furness, they got to cover. Hang yeah. on, Crabtree doesn't what, know. He, he, what he, Crabtree Formula One racing, yeah. sure, but not for hockey. Hey, hey, Tony, let me ask you: you're you're a professional football talent evaluator. You've made your business in this, and you're good at it, and you you know how to evaluate. Compare and contrast a little bit, because I've all you know. It's always kind of a fun fun exercise. What sport is the toughest, or what's mm. the hardest to play, or what sport do you have to be the best athlete? I look at hockey guys and what they do, and I'm I'm kind of amazed. Everything they have to do, and oh yeah, they're doing it on skates. It's um, how do you evaluate like the skill it takes to play hockey versus, and this is an inexact science, the skill it takes to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different type of athletes. Uh, I think you hit it on the head. The skating aspect of it, uh, there's not going to be too many 300 pound guys uh, on skates. But I, I will say this: 
you know, I've always said it. Swimming to me is the most demanding. Hockey is second and football is third. And, and uh, yeah, swimming takes a lot, obviously, uh, athleticism and uh, stamina. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the hockey is, uh, I mean, there's a reason why they have different flights, uh, guys coming in, uh, in and out of the, uh, the game, um, because it, it is so demanding. You can only skate for so long. And right. then, uh, you know, the movement, uh, you know, it, it's, it's very, very demanding. I, I still think swimming. Uh, without the physicality of bumping and crashing up against the boards and all that is the most demanding on the body in, in a short period of time. Hmm. Hockey second and football third. Hmm. The uh, we both did our we both did our softies. Hmm. Hmm. That usually means we disagree with what he said. No, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I've got no. Well, I think that I think cardio cardiovascular wise, I, I think probably swimming is. Uh, it's it's probably got to be the the number one sport. Maybe that in like long distance cycling, like the Tour de France, what those guys are doing. Right. But yes. I don't know. I think in terms of the all around athlete, I don't know if there's a more demanding sport than hockey because it's they are on. I mean, look at what they're on. What's the size of a blade on a skate? I don't know. I mean, I can, yeah. how wide is that? Well, and Tony's- and then they're going so fast, they're stopping. You know, when they slow mo some plays. You know, the other day I'm watching, you know, when the, when the Penguins were still on it, there was a goal that Crosby scored. He scored off a deflection. The ball was, the ball, he rick, he redirected a puck that was, that was coming like at a, was at a, was coming at him wobbly, right? It wasn't perfect. He redirects with his stick, deflects it into the net for a goal. And I don't know how fast that puck's coming, but it's, it's coming fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many miles per hour. Right. The, the hand eye coordination while he's skating, while he's, fending off a defender to redirect that and then I'm like I don't know man that that's maybe the most difficult thing I've ever seen so yeah. and I see those guys play other sports and they tend to always be good at those other sports I I don't know why I do this I tend to judge it like how good an athlete is how they swing a golf club I'm not sure why but they always <laughs> look natural when you see a hockey player swing a golf club yeah well they're athletes yeah I mean, they get that you that watch a basketball yeah. player swing a golf club they look like a like look at Barkley. Look at right. those guys. They're but, terrible. And Tony, your point earlier is, is is great. The the average shift of an NHL guy is usually like forty five seconds to a minute. And then you'll hear the announcers say, Oh, they're gassed right now and they've been out there for like a minute forty and you think, How can they be gassed? They're in prime shift. But that skating, oh, man, that man. takes a lot out of you, huh? Yeah, it takes it's a lot of energy to get uh to get moving and stopping and starting and, and what Puck's talking about, the hand eye coordination is just part of it. The physicality of that game. Um, you know, you know, getting slammed against the boards, having to react and skate down, yeah. you know, the ice, it's it's pretty demanding. And and I will tell you guys this, Freddie Couples and I went to uh elementary school together, oh. uh, Catholic school in South Seattle. Uh he was not very good at kickball, soakum, none of that stuff. But uh, when he picked up the uh, the golf club, the guy was ace. Okay. But uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a good athlete if you're a good golfer. Or you can do multiple sports. It's you know that's why they're trying to get guys in college now that play the basketball, baseball, football, and run track. If you can do three or four of those, or at least two or four of those, uh, you're definitely uh, you know high stakes recruitable. Let's uh, let's bring us some, uh, some football stuff here, Tony. This is why you are NFL exec. This is why we have you on uh, every week. The uh... We haven't got to this story this week, and if we have time, we'll get to the to the Panthers sale in just a second because you work for the Panthers. But the decision yesterday, how worried HBO announced that Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, will be on hard knocks. 
How worried are you if you are the owner, the GM, and Hugh Jackson, the head coach, you're going to be on hard knocks with Baker Mayfield? Because what HBO wants, you know what they want. They want a train wreck with Baker Mayfield. They want some, him to do something dumb that gives them drama. You know, I, I, feel, I, I read the story. I heard about it when it came across, and I just shook my head. And you're exactly right. They want a train wreck. And I don't know if it's uh, necessarily Baker Mayfield, but uh, it's just the Cleveland Browns in general. They've got a head coach that's a dead man walking. They've got a, a Heisman Trophy candidate uh, that has said some things and done some things off the field and will say some things in, in front of the camera that they would love to uh, have everybody witness. Uh, John Dorsey is a new general manager. Uh, the, the owner has his hands in the cookie jar, as should he. he he's the billionaire, and he's, he's the money man. Uh, but there, there's just too many moving parts. If I'm John Dorsey, I kill that right now. I, I, this, no, pick another team. We're not doing it. Uh, you know, at least not this year until he can establish, uh, you know, where they're moving and making sure everybody's moving in the same direction in an optimal manner. Hey, there's uh, and it's funny, you know, this is the kind of stuff I normally say, God, that the, we freak out about these, these non-news stories in the offseason of the NFL. And this is kind of a non-news story, except it affects us pretty dramatically, which is, Seeing Richard Sherman run, even though it was only 25 yards, and seeing him do it in, in you know in Niners gear and at the Niners facility, kind of rams home again what we're all going to have to deal with this fall. And I mean, everything seems on schedule for this guy. And and in theory, and I mean, he's at a tricky age level, Tony. And maybe talk about this a little bit. In theory, he's going to completely recover from this. Whether he's quite as great as he was in all the measurables, I guess we'll have to find out. But there's no reason for the Niners to, to, to expect that he can't be out there really helping them this year, is there? No, they, there's no doubt. I They wouldn't have signed him. Uh, you know, Shanahan uh, is a good football coach. Uh, John Lynch is, is learning to be a general manager, but he understands the game and he knows football players. Uh, and, and so they, they knew by getting him in there and taking a chance on him, if he was physically on, uh, on the mark on making his rehab schedule, it was going to be a good chance he's going to be out there. I, I don't see uh, no reason for Richard to be Richard in the 49ers uniform, not unless there's some type of setback at the Achilles uh, injury. Other than that, this guy, he's going to he's going to do what he does. You know, he's going to lock down one side. He's going to be a back cover press guy in that defense, and he's going to come up and tackle and put his face in the honey when needed. So, I, you know, it's, it's Richard Sherman, uh, you know, just in another uniform, uh, unless there's a setback with the Achilles. All right, Chief. What uh, what kind of cigar tonight before you before you you get your weekend started off? Huh? What do you got tonight? You know, no no cigar tonight. Oh. I've got uh, the Washington uh, uh, District uh, Track Championship out at Chief South. I've got two young ladies, Takia uh, Ward and Tiana Cherry, that are throwing in the shot put. So I, I've got to go out there and do that and uh, look forward to those ladies uh, making it to the state well, championship. Good luck to the uh, Rainier Beach Vikings. I appreciate you, man. All right, Tony. We'll Thanks, see you, Tony. bud. Talk to you guys. There he is. Uh, Tony Softley, our NFL exec and assistant track coach at Rainier Beach High School. And NHL insider. And NHL insider. I'm telling you, in that uh, 10 minutes, I'd learn more about the NHL than talking with Ian yesterday. One of the dumber questions I've asked, because since he did spend some time in St. Louis, I mean, it's a hockey crazy town there. They don't have another winter sport. And, of course, you'd be a a fan. And that's a team that's usually in the hunt. So they're a fun team to follow. Uh, There is something I want to bring up about the Panthers sale that we've had this discussion before. We'll do that next. Also, we'll we'll do... uh, we're going to start taking our nominations because we have to do this later in the show. Uh, our douchebag of the day. It's pretty self-explanatory. 
It could be of the week. Who is just a douchebag of the week of the day? Nominations at 494-51. I have got a, a one that uh, that happened yesterday, and it's a perfect example of a douchebag. We'll do that next.